Remember that time we were trash talking Skype? Oh man. <laughs> good Don't get me started. Good times. I remember that. <laughs> Those are good days. What's really funny about Skype and Zoom and that, that whole battle that mm-hmm. has transpired over the last two years is I'll never forget, like three years ago, it was the last AV nerd show that I went to. It's uh, Infocom. Okay. You know, they have it every year it's uh-huh. to show off all the new technology. And it was like literally, it must have been 2019, I think. And there's this new startup company, Zoom, out there. Mm, yeah. And they were handing out free sunglasses. And like they were just like the biggest hipsters on the planet, and all they Developer were doing first. was showing off, yeah. showing off. Yes, exactly, showing off all their new software. And I just sat there and was like, "Yeah, what the world re- needs right now is another software video web conferencing, conferencing app." Yeah, sure, perfect. Yeah, I think Cisco's good, got it. Good buddy. luck, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm yeah, gonna go check gonna out the unseat, Samsung Go to meeting. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are. And here we Thanks, are. Thanks, Zoom. Appreciate that. Thanks, Zoom, and thank you, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, how the world yeah. changes. Boys, how are we? Oh, my goodness. Doing okay. Yeah? Yeah, Greg? So. yeah. Yeah, Greg. doing good, doing good. I'm uh, in the same time zone as you fellas. Uh, what? Yeah. Whoop. You know, I've been just ping-ponging back and forth. I'm officially yeah, bicoastal now, man. Yeah. That's, 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 that so. seems to be the case. Yeah. So, um, had a... So, uh, are you? You're in Pennsylvania? That's right. That's right. All right. Uh, yep. Up in the mountains. Resilient territory. Resilient territory. Getting ready for three shows with them over the next uh, 10 days or so. Oh, heck okay. yeah. Where are you guys playing? Uh, we're doing one near here. It's for something called Hope 21. It's okay. uh, it's going to be fun, like family kind of style. Um, it's on Thursday evening. And then uh, on Saturday, we're playing... Oh, my God. I can't remember the name of the town. Ugh, it's like up state new york and um it's gonna Roger. be like Saugerties. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and um anyway it's gonna be cool and then uh the following Black week Rush. we're gonna be in uh the hamptons for the sag harbor Ooh, festival what? So that that'll be cool Posh, they're all gonna man. be cool. nice yeah this this last one ought to be kind of a nice uh so anyway the point is we got you know the guys are together and uh we jam today and everyone's having a lot of fun so Aww, it's nice great. to Sweet. see Yes. It's good to see. <laughs> well, it's good to see all of you back with us this week. Uh, it's going to be a short and sweet one. We got a short week upon us, and we got a lot to talk about. So, what do you say we get this bad boy rolling, boys? Yes, sir. move along. Yes, that's right. You are back with. You should check it out. This is episode 110 on a brand spanking new and happy Thursday to you all. My name is Jay. I am Nick. And I'm Greg. And, uh, you know, we got a smorgasbord of topics. It is. It is a wide range. It is. It is. It's going to be interesting. Um, Nick, I think you're going to start things off talking about uh, some young folks. Quite young folks. And And I I believe you're going to help me with that. We're gonna try. We're gonna yeah, try. We're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna cobble it together. Greg's gonna follow that up with some talk about some slightly older but not old folks. Okay. Or younger folks and older folks, maybe. Yeah. Run with me here. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And, and yep. then I'm gonna follow things up with an older folk. Right. G- Greg's multi generational, and then you're you're bringing in the older folks. Right. That's as right. I as I do. As yeah. you do. Yeah. I got to bring uh, in the old the old fart music. The old boy. The old man, you know. <laughs> Indeed. 
Indeed. All right. So, boys, uh, let's get it started without any further ado. Nick. Yes, sir. The floor is yours, sir. What did you do? What did you enjoy this past weekend? What I'd like to do first is like, ah. I'd like to play a song. Oh, oh, sure. Let's get some music out of the way. That okay. makes sense. Um, this is a band that I didn't ever come across. They, they had one album. This is this band called Fox. Did you ever hear of them? P-H-O-X? I have not. No. Nah. P-H-O-X. 20, 2015. They're out, of, they're out of Wisconsin. They're classified as a as chamber pop. But it's basically, nice. wow. they're, 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 they're all multi-instrumentalists, and they're led by this incredibly talented singer. She's amazing. Uh, actually, give me one second. They'll pull her name up. Dawn yeah. Van Vallee. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't go back to your frown land. <laughs> they're an eight-piece uh, uh, multi-instrumentalist. An uh, eight-piece? An eight-piece group, yeah, led by um, this female vocalist, Monica Martin. And she's got this... It's like, uh, yeah, I actually, let, let's play the song. This is, uh, so they had this one album that they put out on, mm -hmm. and then basically kind of just dissolved things. This is Kingfisher from Fox. Let's listen to representative representation of the, the the albums it has a really weird arc there's this one okay. song that I, I wish i could get a clip from but it's just it's too much of a of a stretch the whole song's seven minutes long but if you <laughs> listen to any song of that album listen to raspberry seed because it's 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 a really really cool kind of like a transatlanticism death cab for cutie feel to it all um, right like a really oh, yeah. neat arc to it um that's a cool record anyway so really cool great yeah. pull yeah just just uh few years old but um yeah apparently friend of the show katie stover's been telling about it tell me about it for years and i just bothered listening to it recently so there we go thank <laughs> Fair you enough. hey katie uh, katie but we are talking about gentlemen yes we're, we're talking about uh, an event that occurred over the weekend oh oh this would be oh, the you're talking about the, the nfl kickoff the nfl no no oh, but okay. i hope you guys enjoyed the games uh the return of cristiano ronaldo to manchester united that's the one that's what I'd like to talk oh, yes. about. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not that one either. 
the recall election? No, no. <laughs> that was today. That was today. <laughs> Oops. Um, uh, oh, I forgot it, to yeah. mail in my ballot. No, just kidding. Oh, geez. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, it's in there. Don't worry. Uh, okay, great. All right. No, this is the 2021 MTV Music Video Award, Video Music Awards. Oh, the VMAs. The, VM, the VMAs. Oh. The VMAs. The, the VMAs. Oh. Yes. The VMAs. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Did anybody watch these? No. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I, I I didn't I didn't exactly watch them either. I, I tried watching at different stages throughout. Uh, yeah, it, it's fair. I, I actually I did watch before the show. I, I watched a couple clips, but I okay. can't say I have any continuity to the show. I, I, I will say that not only from what I saw, but everything I've read, uh, there was there was no continuity at all. Um, oh, okay. And apparently, so I didn't miss anything. Apparently, even even like things were changing as the show. Hello, Bird Clock. Hey. Oh, Birdie. Yeah, good to hear so, from you. What up, Birdie? Did um, you like the VMAs? <laughs> the Birdie love Bird, Bird Clock loves the VMAs. Of course, no, no, of yeah, course. just a sucker for the VMAs. Um, no, apparently it was. Apparently there were a lot of things changing at the last second, and they 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 switched some things up, and um, with with really no rhyme or reason other than it was just apparently a mess. But in watching it, I was again every year this one gets me. The, did this, we did we comment on these last year? I believe we did, and I believe God, when it, we commented on these last year, I said. It, it, I really appreciate how little I actually, as much as music as I listen to, yeah. I still haven't listened to any of these people. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wow. I mean, except for except for Billie Eilish, and, and definitely I've listened to Olivia, Olivia Rodrigo. But um, yeah, no, I I, I I really felt silly. Like it, I was like, man, every single nominee, I didn't, I haven't listened to any of these albums. Darn you know it. some uh, little Nas X, right? <sighs> I do. I You're do. A big fan. I appreciate. The I appreciate everything a, a country a country rap crossover could do for America, right. except for the music. Oh, okay. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. So, all um, right. Well, let's start on a on a on an upbeat note. Were there okay. any performances you actually enjoyed that you I, saw that you really I, um, got something from? Anything? Did, uh, I I did. Got to be one positive takeaway. I, you know what? I thought the. Um, I, I do think Olivia Rodrigo is a, uh, a pretty fantastic performer. I'm going to have a follow-up segment about her next week. Some... Pardon me? Can I say something about that performance? Please. It was f***ing terrible. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't watch it. It's the one in front of me. Was... Oh, my God. She couldn't hit the notes, dude. I, I, I'm, I mean, in good honor for not like... I'm a minute and a half into 21 Pilots. Uh, yeah, I got... <laughs> 46 seconds into a Bieber song, about 30 seconds into the... Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Dude, no, 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 no. It's, it's okay. She can't she can't hit the notes to her own song. She's struggling. She's struggling. You know what? I bet you one of these Ed Sheerans is pretty fantastic. No, it's terrible. I don't... Really? That was my one comment was Ed Sheeran. What the f*** is up with this guy? Why does he, people still care about him? Hmm. He's, he's, like, no, he's <laughs> no good? He's no good? No, no. I mean... I mean, yeah. at least he had like a band, and like it was he was doing stuff, and he was singing for real. Greg, how do you feel about I, I, I really, Sharon? Yeah. Um, well, you know, he used to tour. I think like completely alone, like with a looper, and just yeah, like he was fill like the busker, these arenas. Wasn't he? He's, yeah. I'm saying like, but he not like as a busker. I'm saying like no, but I mean, but that's that was that's his like origin story, isn't it? Yeah. Well, he also 
I remember him telling a story on uh, Howard Stern, real quick, I'll paraphrase it, that he was playing at Jamie Foxx's club in L.A., and one okay. night, one of the, like, the bouncers was like, yo, Jamie wants you to come to his place after the gig, and he was like, well, I didn't have a car or anything, so I had to get an Uber, and Jamie Foxx like, lives in the hills, and it was like a $300 Uber ride. <laughs> Holy crap. Um, and so he got there, though, and I, th- I guess at that point, he took him under his wing and I think he probably has a record label or like connections to universal or whoever, uh, he's whoever Sheeran's with. But what I'm, what I was saying is though, is that the touring, I think that for a while he was actually touring like in arenas with just his like acoustic guitar and a looper. He was like just going out there alone. Yeah. 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 And, uh, no, he's, he's, he's that, a talented cat. You know, he's a talented cat. Don't get me wrong. It's just like the songs that I heard just, um, I mean, they sound like everything else on the radio right now. So okay, I okay, just all right. Well, I didn't yeah. catch anything that that caught my ear. I'm I'm fully aware of how old we're gonna sound. Oh no, no, totally, totally, and yeah. I'm totally fine with that. Okay, um, all right. I though right. I did want to. I did just Olivia Rodriguez. Rodrigo. That song is Rodrigo. I'm sorry, Olivia, Olivia Rodrigo. That song has been like in the news. Mm-hmm. Because they were saying that she ripped it off from, uh, what's the band? Paramore. She it off from? Interesting Paramore, story yes. here. Interesting story, and we could just get into this if 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 you wanted to. Do you have any? Do you know about this? What what I actually? Know, what, I how actually that went do down? Know a little bit. Didn't she like preemptively pay them? Basically, they had actually they had already they had already gotten everything through ASCAP, and writing credits were already given to these artists. They just hadn't updated wow. the metadata. They wanted wow. to release the album before it came out because they they wanted it to be a summer album. So they had already done all the work and knew who was borrowed from, and they were given writing credits. It's called an interpolation. Is interpolation, the yeah, yes, that's yep, right. It's the yeah. licensing like term. Um, so that, all that stuff was already worked out through ASCAP. And see, that's amazing that prior to the release of the album, the lawyers had already gotten involved, and they said, "Okay, this is going to be an issue." Well, it tells you let's, there's some there's some there's some big wigs behind this girl. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, that performance, like, yeah, she's a great performer as far as, like, dancer, and, like, she looks pretty, um, mm-hmm. but just, like, listen to the performance, man. I mean, she's struggling. She's okay. struggling. All right, all right. I'll okay. tell you one that I did like, though. What's that? Not only did I like Lil Nas X's performance. Did you? Which was excellent and very risque. I like any kind of... I, limit pushing? I, 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 I like limit pushing in yes, the way that he pushes limits. Okay. Yes. But I really like Chloe's performance. Okay. Check that one out, man. She that's Have a talented, mercy. That's a talented cat right there. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. So some 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 ones to take away from that. And then and then also apparently Machine Gun Kelly and Conor McGregor got into a fist fight behind stage or something like that. Right? Okay. Fair that's nice. cute. Isn't that isn't that adorable? <laughs> it wouldn't be, an, it wouldn't be a one... VMA award. Oh, and Madonna made it out, guys. Oh, did she? <laughs> it was a big How? secret, and she surprised everyone at the beginning by being there. Uh, oh, yeah. that's sweet. What'd yeah. she wear? I don't think anyone cared. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what she wore. I, so, I didn't mean to take away from your segment here, Nick, but I just, no, I've just no, recently is... watched these performances, so I do have some hot takes on here. I sincerely appreciate I, it. Yeah, no, I wanted to comment on was J- Justin Bieber. Who? Oh, okay. You Bieber, know, yeah. you know me. I'm a huge Bieber fanatic. You know me. He's a yeah. believer. 
He's a, a believer. believer. That's the word Thank I was looking you. for. Thank you, Greg. Yes. Well, I, um, I shouldn't be the one to tell you this because you're such a big fan, but it's okay. <laughs> being, being a believer. I just get so yeah. excited that I get to finally get the chance to talk about Justin. The words know, escape him. Yep. Uh, it, it was refreshing to see somebody with actual mic technique on the VMA stages. Like, he could actually sing. He can sing. Oh, okay. and, uh, right. and he can actually perform, and that was refreshing to see. But, my God, if you ever want to see an example of too much auto-tune mm. in a live setting... Mm-hmm. Watch that performance. Okay. I mean, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> you can hear it. The audio t- somewhere in the corner. There's a there's a computer just like with smoke, just crunching, pouring like, out the back. Yeah. <laughs> just crunching. <laughs> yep. Yep. System <laughs> overload. System, System overload. <laughs> Memory error. <laughs> but uh, that's cr- yeah. So. Oh man, the Vimas. Twenty twenty one. The Vimas. Yeah. God, you know what? I mean, there was a meme of like this is MTV's current like scheduling block, and like literally ninety eight percent of it is this show called Ridiculousness, which is basically like a millennial version of like America's Funniest Home Videos. Okay, <laughs> and uh, that's it. Like that's all they show yeah. is that one show. Wow. It's not even like it's mostly like reality shows anymore. It's literally one show. It's uh, it's unbelievable. The- I think this is their 50 year. Is it their no? Is it their 40 year? Probably 40. 40. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 40 makes sense. Yeah. Don't yeah, go changing MTZ. You got it. <laughs> or yeah, or MTV. The, I, I don't know. How do you? How do you? I do. Do you? Do, do you guys? Does anybody watch videos? Like, on, uh, other than well, on YouTube. I mean, I don't know if they're not even like, showing them else? on MTV. They don't even show them. Yeah, right? they don't yes. show them on MTV. So That's I, what I was yeah. just saying. Like they literally like yeah. it's. It's just this one show that they have on there. I just, I just assume there's like an MTV9 that still has these somewhere or something like that on some Comcast subscription available. I don't available. think there is. No? I really don't I think I think it's mostly, is. I mean, if you're going to watch like uh, modern or, you know, new t- music on network television, it's going to be like an SNL performance or, you know, a late mm. night show yeah. or yeah, maybe like lot, Ellen yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, Ellen, that's right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. Yeah. But there you have okay. it. Okay. Well, they did it again this year for some reason. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> they did it again. <laughs> so thank you. Right. Oh. And one more piece of news. Oh, yes. Donda came out. So we'll talk about that at some point. <laughs> hey, Kanye. Yay. You made it. You did it. You did yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any hot takes on that so far, Nick? No, we, we're going we're gonna to save it. We're going to save right. it. It's right, going to be so good. It'll be fun. All right. <laughs> Well, That's all I got, gentlemen. There was some oh. hard-hitting journalism for you right there. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. <laughs> I'm really sorry. We'll talk this about morning, it later. <laughs> this, this, morning, this morning, I had it set up. I was like, oh, the v- yeah, I'm going to talk about Because I had two people ask me, you guys want to talk about the VMAs? I was like, all right, well, you know what? I, I, I'll talk about those. And I, I, I did. I just didn't. I couldn't get through it. I really couldn't I get through much of it. I think it's it. good for us to have to watch those performances to keep us in the current. Yeah, you know, with the current event type of things. I know, yeah. but um, since this morning when I watched them, like I've retained, yeah. like it's I've already there's already been more important music that I've listened to that has yeah. already replaced it for the day. Right, and, right. So I yeah. <laughs> um, I'm All trying, right, well, I'm trying. Appreciate that uh, update there, Nick. Yep. Um, yep. Greg, what do you got for us in terms of modern new hit music out there? Well, well the it's funny. Uh, so. <laughs> We talked last week when we had we had our friend uh, Lee on. Yes, we and, did. Uh, it was great. 
that was fun. That was a good conversation. Yeah, and um, was. he was he had just finished a uh, kind of curating and performing on what ended up being a tribute album to like it's yes. a, it's a tribute to an album, right? Mm-hmm. And it was the uh, the album Cure for Pain by Morphine. And so I, you know, I was sitting there uh, you know during the conversation we were like is this going to happen more, you know, um, because it seems like something that people like to tackle. I mean, I can think of some other examples, even like uh, when Ryan Adams did uh, Taylor Swift's album. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if that was like mm-hmm. a, I mean, I don't know what that was. It's got some kind of weird flex, but, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, uh, but I think so, it was an attempt to be a viral moment for, as well, far as Ryan Adams. We're still talking Adams about it. So there you have it, you know, there but you uh, there was a tribute like compilation album that was coming out. Um, I started hearing about it. It was a, a tribute to uh, really a blockbuster uh, album, the Black Album by Metallica, which came out in oh, 1991. Yeah. Okay. So basically, it's a bunch of artists that you wouldn't expect uh, covering songs from the Black Album, which is yeah, nice. uh, about to have its 30th anniversary. Um, so. Yeah, and now so you know the Black Album features you know songs like Enter Sandman, Sad but True, mm-hmm. uh, The Unforgiven, Nothing Else Matters. Like those are the big Metallica hits, which you know, classic. Honestly, I actually listened back to some of that stuff, and it really is incredible. I mean, it, it when I say um, you know that's that's a life changing album for me um, yeah. because it's one of the first cassettes I ever got. It was given to me by of family friends, like older daughter at a party. Um, All right. Yeah. So I was like well, in I her was... room. Uh, sorry, Jay, go for it. No, no, no. I didn't mean to cut you off. I, I was just going to ask as a, you know, as the re- resident Metallica fan on this podcast, Greg, <laughs> you know, sure. like how does like the black album is, you know, probably I, for me, like my Metallica go-to albums are like load <laughs> and like, and the black Ooh. album, the black and the black album. Yeah. you know, I appreciate the oh, earlier man. stuff, but we're gonna have to work on I that. Know, I know. Well, this was I know, this I know. was the, <laughs> this was the my, big my, one where they they crossed over. Like it really right. became like it was like let's do radio friendly metal. And that's um, my question to you: is like was not right? Like how no, does that it, sit in? How does that sit in the catalog of a true Metallica fan? I th- I would say that any true Metallica fan would absolutely include the black album in the list of the legit metallica okay. albums okay. um even though as you, you as you pointed out it is more radio friendly mm-hmm. but it really is like the songs it, by radio friendly it just they're just a little more concise and you yeah. know it um that's really and, all and, it is and probably simplified compared to their previous material definitely uh to a, a lot of in a lot of ways but there's still a lot of the elements they built up were um are still there like mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. uh you know ride the lightning master of puppets and just mm-hmm. a stroll but mostly it was the production just went just got a lot better yeah there um yeah. bob rock came in and produced that album and i think his his like pitch to the band was like you guys are an amazing band one of the best bands i've ever seen live you just your album sound like crap you know <laughs> and, they were, and um hey the they guy's went name with is him. bob rock i mean we got yeah but man he uh he really did a good job like when i listened I, I recently listened to the unforgiven for the first time in a while and i was like wow this is like ennio morricone you know like there's so much <laughs> happening um, yeah, so nice, many yeah. 
instruments and i know also lars ulrich was inspired by like acdc around that time and i know i hate on lars a lot but he just like the parts are simplified just straight up rock you know anyway i'd like to talk about this tribute album which is called i believe the blacklist Mm -hmm. um features all kinds of interesting artists and i'd like to start by playing this version of nothing else matters sung by miley cyrus piano (laughs) by elton john cello by yo-yo ma Drums by Chad Smith. What? What? Let's listen to it. So close, no matter how far. Couldn't be much more from the heart. Forever trust in who we are. say the original album 12 tracks the number of nothing else matters covers out al- on this blacklist album is, is 12 <laughs> yeah. 12 12 versions yeah. of nothing 12 else versions matters. yep yeah it's pretty interesting some of the yeah, other like artists the my morning jacket uh yeah phoebe bridgers see. maybe darius rucker does one. Oh, chris, chris i didn't see that chris stapleton right uh igor levitt and honestly, some names I don't recognize. All good. I think yeah, that one yeah, works um, really well. I, I, Phoebe I, Bridges. Phoebe Bridges. Yeah. Another yeah. Big one. Uh, hats off to Miley Cyrus. I think that shows off her range pretty well. And like, yeah, she's and like low. Pretty dramatic. And like, I'm sorry we didn't get to play the like the really cool piano intro with Elton John. Like, it's it sounds exactly like Elton John playing the intro. To <laughs> yeah. Matters. Yeah, right. I mean, wow. Couldn't sound anything more like that. But uh-huh. oh yeah. man, it, I, I like that one. That one's pretty good. That song, right, is the whole reason why that girl who gave me the tape bought the album. Ah. She lo- she heard it on the radio, Nothing Else Matters, loved it, and bought the cassette, okay? And then she probably, like, listened to the song five times, I don't know, and then didn't really get into the rest of the album. And I was over there hanging out. I, like, took a lot of interest in it. And she's like, you can have that if you want. And I had a Walkman. And I spent the nice. next week just, like, devouring it, you know? Nice. <laughs> what a gift. Uh, it was a great gift, man. Wow. And then th- the next thing after that, I went to Tower Records and I was like, I want another Metallica tape. I had like 10 bucks, you know? Yeah. Like, and I was like, went to the Metallica section and I was like, oh, cool, there's other ones. And I got this <laughs> red one. I got the red one because I was like, okay, I don't know. It was like Master, Master. of Puppets. Master. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, best metal Master. album in history. Like, Master. come on. You know? Good choice. How old are you? 
Uh, sixth grade. Sixth grade. Wow. All Series right. age. Yeah. And then uh, after that, it became Nirvana. That like that. So it was those two. But the point is that um, the Black album kind of it didn't start at all, but it was a huge moment when I got that and uh, was yeah. reading the lyrics. You know, like getting a little freaked out, but not too hard. You know, yeah. just kind of like this My is first, cool, man. My first exposure to Metallica was in second grade. There was a kid who came in. Dustin was his name, of course. Dustin came in with a Metallica T-shirt. It, 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 on the back of it was a toilet with a oh, yeah. guy metal sticking up your his, ass. Yeah, it was metal up your ass. <laughs> and uh, they got, they, you know, of course, he got told to take his T-shirt off. And I was scared of Metallica until basically uh, today. Nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> until today. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> Well, so what do you uh, what do you think a, of this thing? What do you think of this? What, what did you think of the? Did you uh, listen to all you of know, it? I didn't listen to all of it yet, but I definitely uh, skimmed through a few, um, and it was cool. I like this Corey Taylor one. So Corey Taylor is the singer from Slipknot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did a version of uh, what's the song? Jay holier than now. Holier, holier than now. Thank you. Yeah, and so his is like still heavy. It's not like yeah. You know, a lot of these artists are taking the heavy songs and like doing like a. We'll listen to one of those too, but um, listen to Corey Taylor. Let's get it heavy for a second. All right, Come on. Let's do it. Dig on that, man. Hell yeah. I'll I'll tell you what, though, man. What that did, after listening to these uh, versions, I went back and listened to the Black Album, like, remastered in my Beats headphones. And I was like, (laughs) this slays, man. Are you kidding? Like The original, You're talking about the original slays. Yes, the original one, yeah, Yeah. but remastered. You know, because I used to listen to it on a Walkman with crappy headphones. Right, you know? right, yeah. That's like yeah. really all I ever heard it on. Holy <laughs> than that. Batteries dying, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Holier than Yeah, so far, like, I, I haven't listened to them all either, but so far I haven't heard any that I like better than the original version. No. Okay. No, it's um, it's a really cool record, Um the original and it's cool to see these artists paying tribute to it i guess uh i don't have too much more to say about this uh project except maybe like let's listen to uh i think it's like mac demarco doing enter sandman oh. 
Okay. Is that right? Excellent. Did I get that right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> questions about this he's canadian <laughs> i so mac demarco was i think maybe the first song that we played on this podcast yeah was it really yeah i think so choo 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 was the song okay if it wasn't the first song it was one of the first it was on the first it was my first since, pick yeah it was your first pick that was it all right and ever since then i've been like kind of obsessed with this guy and like oh, trying yeah. to understand like <laughs> what the appeal is he's a really talented guy like i if you watch him live he's a super talented guy oh yeah but i can't i don't understand what sets him apart from why him why him and i don't think that this this cover <laughs> does any <laughs> does any ex, there's no, no explanation because it really just no. kind of sounds like yeah, yeah it's like, like a, a bad cover of a bad cover yeah, of yeah. Sandman. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's just funny that he that he's on it, you know. God bless this guy, man. I I just want to keep listening to him because let me tell you, Lance. I I saw him do like three songs acoustic live, and I'd never heard of him before. Mm -hmm. Okay, it was at some event, and he came out and did three songs, and I was like, this guy is. I, I don't know if he's a genius or something, but like something, <laughs> he's special. This guy. Yes I, I, yes. I don't know what it was. He just had. He has this. Uh, charm to him or something mm, yeah. i don't know what it is yeah. but uh yeah so that's basically you know that's that's my topic for the week i'm bouncing around um you're good man that's great but, but uh i did I w i'd be remiss and i know we haven't even had a lot of time to process this because it got re announced today today's yeah. tuesday that uh norm mcdonald who's like you know one of our favorite one of my, at least. I'm sure you guys oh, loved him, too. God. Yeah, he's a king. You know? Yeah. Uh, he passed away at 61 from cancer. He didn't tell anyone he had it for, like, nine years, and now he's gone. Awful, it's just, like, man. a shock, you know? Yeah. And we love Norm, and he's Absolutely. one of the... I mean, I, I got to see him do stand-up once at the DC Improv. Oh, did you? Like, yeah, like, right way up close. You know, like, they sat us yeah. really close to him. At one point, he was like... He said something, and he was like looking around, like, "Yeah, am I right? Am I right?" And he like looked at me, like, "Yeah, am I right?" And I was just like, "I don't know." <laughs> you made eye contact yeah. with me, and you just peed a little, yeah. right? Yeah, a little bit because <laughs> yeah, you know, sure. here's he's he's, a, he's a, an icon to me. You know, he was Absolutely. doing as oh, he was man, an SNL yeah. anchor man, comedians, comedian, like really, like so and many, also, so many comedians just love this guy because he's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, he's brilliant. He was, 
he was absolutely brilliant and uh, he was also doing like weekend update when we were growing up so yep. That, yep. that was a big like he did weekend update through the whole like oj simpson trial absolutely. you know what i found that out was, you know what i found that was out? my that that is oh, my archetype that's my archetype for the weekend update it's got to be norm oh, yeah. mcdonald i know like no. the old snl fans it's got to be chubby choose but no yeah, no it's, to me it's norm mcdonald yes. it's got to no, yeah, no, exactly. no, norm's it's the best gotta be norm mcdonald yeah. yeah i agree agreed he's, he's a pillar um, yeah. Nick, do you guys, Nick, do you guys you know got? Bob Dole still alive? <laughs> he tweeted today. <laughs> he not. tweeted today, like he's About he's Norm? like oh, yeah. Why he just, do we he live said, in a world where Bob where no, Bob Dole is finish. still alive? Let there me, is no God. <laughs> that's not the point. Sorry. The point sorry. is he tweeted he tweeted like to my friend Norm at Norm McDonald. I'll miss you very much. I very much enjoy. He said Bob Dole will miss you very much. Something Aww. like that. Because that was Norm's <laughs> right in the field. impression of Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Oh, that's all he did was he was terrible <laughs> impressions. And he admittedly was terrible at impressions, and he would he would just do that's all the whole thing was ah Bob Dole uh, Bob Dole yeah. Bob Dole Bob Dole <laughs> right. That's all he did. Well, uh, good on Bob Dole. I like that. Yeah, yeah that's I, great. I liked it too. <laughs> Uh, uh, the Brett Reynolds power, impression. Norm, Norm <laughs> <laughs> that was great. All that required was the hat and the mustache. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's funny hat. Yeah, it's funny hat. Yeah. Uh, I like this one. Oh man. Uh, well, rest in power, anyway. Norm Macdonald. Man, yeah, buddy. Oh, that's it. Yeah. I don't. I don't mean to get too 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 down, but I we no, had to no, mention no, that. So. Yep. No, it's good. It's good. He's. It's an important one. That's an important one. Yeah. Well, yeah. let me lighten the mood, if what I may, got? gentlemen. Okay. We got you. By talking by so- talking about somebody who is thankfully still with us. Oh, and that is a guitar player and composer and general all-around great guy, Pat Metheny. Pat Metheny. I don't Metheny. know if you guys have ever heard of him before. I uh, Greg, are you familiar? Maybe all once or twice. Pat- maybe once or twice. Yeah. Well, he's got a new album out. He he's been doing the internet rounds of late. You know, he's he's been in the news, uh-huh. as they I used guess. to say. Well, at least in my kind of like nerdy internet music community, he's been yeah. in the news. Because he's got a new album out. I think I'm going to start with a track. It's the opening track from his new album. Uh, this is an excellent track. It's called It All Starts When We Disappear. Easiest thing about that is you get to the end of it, and then the crowd starts applauding, and you're like, "Joe, oh, that yeah, was right? live, <laughs> right? Yeah, holy, <laughs> shit, that was live. That was sick. Unbelievable, <laughs> right? 
Yeah. yeah, this I enjoyed. I very much enjoyed this live album. I listened to both of these in preparation. Did you? So great, did. great, great. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I have to. I have to say, I've known about Pat Metheny for a long time. Okay. Um, a lot of people have tried to turn me on to him, including ours. Ours truly, Mr. Greg Loman. Okay. It's your um, boy. Yeah? It's your boy. Yep. Your boy. Um, <laughs> I'm he, out here. up north (laughs) and uh you know i i've always respected him um obviously his technical ability is we talking about greg now (laughs) (laughs) we know we know this we know this we already (laughs) know about greg don't worry about (laughs) don't worry about him we're talking about pat Metheny. yes yes of Um, course uh his technical ability is is above reproach but you know that kind of jazz guitar sound Mm -hmm. and the very muted clean mm-hmm. really thick strings no bends like always kind of was like nails against the chalkboard for me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as a guitar player mm-hmm. you're not alone um, in that department fair enough but as i've kind of grown my scope in music has has grown and specifically liking listening to jazz more i've kind of appreciated his melodicism a lot more okay um so i i can't say that i've completely turned the corner on Pat Metheny because I still put him in that bag of like eh, he's a jazz guitar player and I just don't it's so like jazz, jazz guitars so- jazz guitar is like a different instrument to me like yeah. for me guitar has got to have a little bit of like a bite and a little bit of mm-hmm. grit and a little bit of but you know jazz is jazz yeah. guitar is a different beast but I, I listened to uh, like I said he's been making the internet rounds and I listened to this podcast uh, Corey Wong's podcast he had an mm-hmm. hour and a half long interview with Pat Metheny and it, it kind of really rekindled my interest in this guy uh, he's got a really interesting approach to making music um, basically he says you know albums his albums are there but they're basically like they're just there as, as, as teasers to make you go see him live got it it's all about the live performance for him and he thinks that you know that's across the board with music and not just you know he doesn't really i don't want to say he doesn't respect the album as an art form but for him it's all about live it's not performance. An, it, yeah it's only in service of coming to see him live or, which is where he feels like he's truly the artist that he right. is yeah right and when you hear about the the musicians that he grew up you know respecting west montgomery miles davis coltrane you know all the big the big cats you know obviously mm-hmm. the guy knows where he's coming from um, he's he's a very grounded individual. He's got a really cool approach to like technology. He really okay. likes. He's yeah. not afraid to incorporate um, aspects of technology into his approach. But all of this is to say, I went back and listened to his original his his debut album, Breakout, which is right? called Bright Size Life, mm-hmm. which came out in 1976. And I know the title track like the back of my hand because it's been played for me by Greg. And other folks, so many times. Mm-hmm. So, and, and it, that's a great song. Like, let's go ahead and, and and throw that on now as kind mm-hmm. of a prelude to the rest of this discussion. Right Size Life. Thank you. 
I mean, so before before I turn the mic over to Greg, I just want to oh, no, admit it's just your I just want, buddy. I do. No, I just want to admit two things that I I feel very stupid for not knowing <clears throat> about that track because I've heard it so many times. First of all, I didn't know that it was a trio. Mm. That didn't. Mm-hmm. It's just Pat, a bass player, and a drummer. Mm-hmm. And I honestly didn't know that the bass player was Jaco. <laughs> Jaco oh. Pastorius is playing bass. I didn't yeah. know that until very recently. And, really? Uh, all of a sudden, oh, like it, it. Well, that's what made me go back and listen to the album. I was like, "Oh, wow, this is incredible." And here's a little tidbit you might not know, Greg. That, mm. uh, like, so Jaco and I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the drummer's name. Um, Moses, Bob Moses, is Bob right? Moses. I think you got it. Yes. Yeah. They were his part of his original band, Pat Metheny, Jaco, and and Bob Moses. And when he went, it he got the chance to record his debut album. He got. Somehow he found somebody that was like, "Hey, you you could have Paul Chambers and Jack DeJunette play bass and drums on your album. <sighs> they they're interested in doing that for you." Mm. And Pat Metheny was like, "Heck yeah, let's do that!" And then like I guess they went into the studio and tried a couple takes, and he was like, "Wasn't happening." You know, I like it with my original band, and went back mm. and recorded the uh, the rest of the album with his original wow. band, which is pretty incredible. That's wild. Yeah, yeah. and he was like twenty. I think he was younger than that, man. I think he was yeah. 19. Yeah. Wow. But okay. um, Jocko is same. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's an incredible. It's an incredible piece of music. I've really fallen in love with the album. I didn't know oh, the album yeah. that well, but that's so great. I definitely wanted, I wanted to throw it over to you, Greg, because you've always been a fan of Pat Metheny. So I just wanted to to please just like talk a little oh, bit about the guy and like what he means you. to you and and like why you got into him. What did this um, album? Yeah. Well, I could tell you very specifically, similar to the Black Album story, I had grown up with jazz in the house because my dad had some cool records. He had like some Herbie Hancock albums and not like the synthy ones. He doesn't like that stuff. He was <laughs> yeah, like into, right. and he had like Night of the Cookers, which is Lee Morgan. And uh, uh, he had the best of Lee Morgan, which to this day is probably my favorite trumpet player. Oh, wow. And some other cool he had like cantaloupe island you know stuff yeah. like that in the yeah house. yeah the point is it wasn't like my first time hearing jazz when i got to high school and all of the best guitar players at the school were in the jazz band and they were all taking lessons from this jazz guitar teacher mm-hmm. and um i was like well i want to keep up with these guys because it seems fun you know to and i want to be able to do that even yeah. though i didn't really get the music so people would say like oh you have to listen to kind of blue and it's like okay, mm-hmm. so I'm listening to Kind of Blue, and I'm like, I'm kind of bored. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, There's kind of school. no guitar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now listen, I I could go on and on now about Kind of Blue yeah, and the yeah, meaning course, it's had on my life yes. in general, but it didn't hit me right away. But when I first heard Bright Size Life, like the first five notes, I was like, this is awesome. You know what I mean? Like, I, boom. Right. And then uh, and then there was all this like uh, lore about Jocko in particular, who's kind mm. of like a Jimi Hendrix figure. Yep, yep. And like, yeah, and they were so young and all this. And again, this is a situation where you had the CD. I guess a friend of mine let me borrow it and then I bought a copy for myself. So I just listened to the crap out of that one CD. And uh, yeah, it's just brilliant stuff. I mean, he has so many 
albums. And uh, some of them are with Pat Metheny Trio. Um, mm-hmm. Some of them are with Pat Metheny Group. And though that is where he gets really orchestral, you know, with Pat Metheny mm-hmm. Group. Because that's like his relationship with this keyboard player, Lyle Mays. Yeah. Um, who may have been on that recording you played earlier, Jay? It sounded like Lyle Mays a little bit. Oh. I don't know if um, yeah, he, he it, that was another trio. Uh, okay. I can pull it up here real quick. That was another trio, but he he wanted to get some uh, newer cats on it. Okay, go ahead. Like a, it, was, it was Lyle Mays influenced, but anyway, you know, people have said things like, "Oh, Matheny and Mays is like kind of like the Lennon and McCartney of like um, not of jazz, but of like." Fusion. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, somebody who I've transcribed. I have the Pat Metheny songbook, which is like the size of a dictionary, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, I still go down the rabbit hole. But, you know, I've also, lately I've kind of gone more into people who are heavily influenced by Pat Metheny, such as Kurt Rosenwinkel, right. um, who's kind of like the love child of Pat Metheny and Alan Holdsworth. Um, <laughs> Okay. Those, those, yeah, and uh, just talking about like modern jazz guitar. But I'll wrap it up by saying this, Jay. If you haven't watched the Pat Metheny Rick Beato interview, I have not yet. I have not. That's yet. great. Yeah, and I'm, nice. I will watch the. I'll go listen to the Corey Wong one. You go check out the Rick Beato and Nick. You check. It, you should I'll check it here. out as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the other thing uh, is that Metheny at one point. For his group, just dr- drummer-wise, he hired Antonio Sanchez in his mm-hmm. band, mm-hmm. and he, Antonio Sanchez went on to do like the the score for Birdman. I don't know if you ever saw that movie with Michael Keaton. Um, no, the entire score is jazz drums. It's crazy. It's wow. it's a really rad movie, and uh, cool. And then there was a debate about whether the score counted as a score for like Oscar recognition <laughs> wow because it was just drums? because it's like it's just because drums. it's improvised it's and it's just drums it's like improvised drums and yeah it was perfect you know it's like a perfect score um yeah. where does he sit in like if you had to like make a re- mount rushmore of jazz guitar players oh geez again like, with the rushmore geez i'm sorry okay <laughs> no 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 no, no. Like, it's fine like, where does he fall sit in the ranking of jazz like, guitars I, I know i know <laughs> like your favorite jazz guitar players like joe pass like uh i Kurt mean rosewinkle yeah. uh you know alan holdsworth like where does he sit among those guys oh, for you Matheny's. i mean yeah he's huge for me man Matheny's huge for probably anyone who plays jazz guitar nowadays is going to mm. recognize Matheny. And one of the things he talks about in that Rick Beato interview, or mostly it's Rick Beato talking about it to <laughs> Pat Matheny, is yeah. how amazing his like his development of motifs is when he's improvising. Because mm. and I he don't want to give up too much away on the fly. Yeah. Well, he but he he comes up with it, and then he just keeps growing it and growing it, and no yeah. matter what the changes are, he keeps going. You know, and so it's like he's just a master. Um, mm-hmm. He also did one amazing album called One Rain One Rainy Night or something like that where he just recorded the entire album on an acoustic guitar. Wow. One Quiet Night, I believe it's called. Nice. He does like a cover of Don't Know Why by Nora Jones. Um mm. wow. which got a lot of uh listens and I think he won a Grammy for it. It's like guy <laughs> just like made an album in his apartment in one night and won a Grammy for it. Dude yeah. has like 30 Grammys on his shelf. <laughs> yeah, he's no doubt. He's crazy. Yeah. So he's just, he has a very interesting outlook on 
life in general from that's what i got from the rick beato one um yeah he really is out there and he looks so healthy i mean like yeah you, you, the guy's like got this mane of hair it's like all white yeah. now but it's still he looks the same otherwise as he yeah. always has and well, he, he never did, drank never did any drugs no and uh yeah. he all he always plays hungry uh, <laughs> really <laughs> nice yeah, that's but, awesome. uh, yeah, I don't know if they got into this in the Rick Beato interview, and this goes to like your first comment about that song, Nick, that opening sa- song. Do you know that he plays? He has the entire band play to a click track. Does he really on live? Yep. Wow. Well, but, you know what? That, that stuff but, gets so crazy. I, I can I can actually see the value in that. <laughs> but what he does is he actually has the the click track tempo ebb and flow like a variable throughout the piece. Yeah. So not only do people like have to learn the changes and learn like the tone and the timbre and remember the song but they also have to remember like the tempo changes throughout the song oh yeah like, i wow. mean it's apparently Goodness. a really hard process to get into his band <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like six months of auditions or something so yeah i mean he, and he make listen i mean he you know he goes out over to europe and he's filling like massive venues you know mm-hmm. yeah so, but he yeah. did it the hard way in the in the beato thing he talks about being in a van at 20 and just doing the yeah. thing do it like playing anywhere that would have him you know and yeah. for yeah, years i think that there's a quote somewhere that 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 bright size life album which is such a monument now of jazz guitar like he was excited when it sold 900 copies and he considered <laughs> right. that a mild success yeah. you know <laughs> yeah that's awesome and i mean you know those records i guess i think that's on ecm uh, okay. which is a, like a German jazz label that was doing a lot of the fusion, cool fusion stuff. ECM's pretty cool. They did like all the Keith Jarrett albums. Uh, mm-hmm. The Cone concert is on ECM. Yeah, yeah. But the rule was like two days. Like you can't spend more than two days on a record on that nice. label. So Nice. Um, yes. Yeah, so, or it was a live recording, you know. Beautiful. But, uh, yeah, I mean, listen, you know, Matheny's like, oy, oy, oy. I mean, definitely uh, someone who completely made me uh open to he he opened me up to like what jazz improvised music whatever you want to call it you know mm-hmm. can be you know yeah bright size life is still the one that i would probably say you have to hear this one first because as jay as you pointed out his tone i like his tone then more than i do now oh um, i am personally. a completely opposite opinion but i have no really? say in this, so yeah no i mean you do it's obviously <laughs> no, no, no no i I honestly, yeah, I was, I did, I did, I did listen to it. I didn't, I did not love the tone. It was just, I get it, and I actually can hear the nuance of why it needs to be that clean because, like, they're hitting, like the drummer's like hitting with him like at certain times, and it's so subtle and and quiet. Mm-hmm. But I really appreciated the the what what the live what the live album yeah tones well, that sounded like. Yeah. I would say this though he 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 goes all over the place as far as his like tone palette because sometimes mm-hmm. he uses like a synth. Yeah. Um, go let's check out check out the album Travels because it's basically like his first live album and uh, the first track is called Are You Going With Me the the solo is like it brings a tear to my eye it's so good you know what I mean like it's so he's so good and then yeah and then you hear the crowd roar after it and you're like oh my god this was live (laughs) holy shit so um, you know it's uh He's just, he's a legend. Um, I think he's someone that people will be checking out for years and years and years and years. Um, I added it just, to my library. So there we go. Travel. Cool. Slot. Yeah. Just that, the, you don't have to listen to the whole thing, but at least that one track. I'm going to listen to the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> Do it, man. It's done. Do it. It's done. It's considered uh, done. <laughs> 
it's well, done. Well, yeah. thank you, Greg. I appreciate that, man. Oh, thank I, you, I, man. Thanks I've been listening to him, and I can't, I can't listen to Pat Metheny and not, not think about ah, uh, Greg Loman, honestly. Hey, which now. until recently involved <laughs> gritting. Yes, exactly. This is personal progress that I'm sharing with the world. <laughs> Meditation <laughs> works. There we go. Cool. Hey, listen, man. It's 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 art, you know. It's like, hey, I, I like this now. I didn't like yeah. it before. Hey, you can't. Yeah, growing up. I also heard, good. and this was the, this was really the thing I think that might have hooked me in is that because Corey was actually like Corey Wong was actually getting on him about the tone he's like you know i know I, I know a lot of people give you crap about you know you you know this like really muted jazz tone all you got to do is just roll off the tone but i know you do more than that and just kind of put the softball on the tee for pat metheny to whack it out of the park and pat metheny's like well yeah uh i don't really roll off the tone knob all that much at all in fact i have three amps on stage and i have this very sophisticated digital delay routing system that he delays each of his like his one guitar signal. He delays them all slightly, going to the different amps mm-hmm. to make this very like combined resonant effect, like that, a chorus like, sound he, or something. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's definitely put a lot of thought into it. So I, I appreciate wow. that, Mr. Matheny. So uh, yep. cool. Uh, well, thank you, gentlemen. Excellent. Thank work. you. Yeah, man. At anytime. Anytime. Good one. All right, uh, uh, Greg. Before we head out, buddy, let me. Uh, where did you find us? Where'd you do, where do you do the things? Where are we at? With the what? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> how, do, <laughs> how can the folks get in touch with this, Greg? All right. You guys done? All right, here yep. we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, find us online at youshouldcheckitout.com. Find us on social media, on Facebook and Instagram, on Twitter. Our handle is at is at should check sure send us is. an e- email at yscio_podcast at gmail.com find That's us on spotify find us on apple podcasts We're there. did i leave anything out instagram i, got it. I wasn't listening <laughs> and <laughs> as always tell a friend you should check it out and uh you know nick's got a new viral tiktok dance going this week so oh yep. nice keep an eye out for that what beautiful <laughs> hey wait wait you guys i completely forgot Fourth it segment. just hit me. Going back to Nick's segment, do you know who won a VMA? Uh, You're not going to know. DJ Cummerbund. Oh, I knew this. Are you serious? Dang it. <laughs> yeah. Dang DJ it, I had, this, I had this in the bag this morning. Son of a gun. For no, wait, hey, we still, it still made it. It still for made best, it. For best mashup or something like it. Was, best no, yeah, interpolation? It, it not, no, it was an interpolation. It was like uh, best, yeah, something <laughs> like that. Like giving a space for like people that want to do mashup. Our on. man. DJ yeah. Cummerbund. Yeah. Woo! DJ Cummerbund. Who's, who's VMA. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like he he didn't officially respond, but I think I I think I gave him I think I commented and he liked it. You know, cuz he like back when I first did the first bangers and mashups, he didn't have he had like he had a lot of fans, but not like he, he's, no, he's he, like, he hadn't gotten the the, the check it bump. Yeah. <laughs> so so here we are. That's yeah. Right. Shout out to our boy DJ Cummerbund. Yes, you're indeed. Yeah, you're welcome, buddy. Enjoy that VMA. <laughs> Oh, right. that's great. Okay. All right, y'all. I think yep. we said it all. We got uh, it. We will we be did. back we here did. next week with another fantastic episode of You Should Check It Out. Until then, stay safe. We'll see you. Peace. <laughs>